0: It's the end of March. This is Chris, and you're listening to Tips from the Top Floor, episode nine hundred and thirty-two. Tips from the top, from the top floor. Tips from the top. All right, from the top floor. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I am back, and uh, yeah, I. So here, here we go. This is of. This is a podcast about photography. There's so many things happening at the same time right now that it isn't easy to, like, and some things change and change and change so quickly that they are, yeah, whatever I say about them, talking AI, of course, um, the, the week after that will be obsolete. So, <laughs> let, okay, let me kick this off with uh, saying welcome to Thomas. Thomas is a new patron, thank you so much. If you want to support the show, go to tfttf.com slash support. There's multiple ways to do that and uh, it does make a difference and I thank you very much for that. So, welcome Thomas, everyone. Um, Piece of news and then two two interesting topics. Okay, so, um, piece of news. The, the thing that happened last week, DP Review will shut down on April the 10th. Alright, so uh, I've discussed this on, on Happy Shooting already, on the future of photography. We made, we made an entire episode about it, so that would probably make sense listening to as well, but yeah, of course I have to talk about it here. Um, DP Review. the The gear discussion test YouTube channel review website that pretty much holds the entire history of digital photography it's amazing it's an amazing um treasure drove treasure trove of yeah detail reviews down to the pixel and when i started off in in digital photography that was for me that was a very very good companion i spent time on that website i was active in the forums I also uh, quickly discovered that, yes, the, the whole pixel peeping isn't everything. And uh, if if you go back into the archives there, um, we'll get to that in a second, then you will very likely find some older, old, very old posts from me from some 20 years ago where I tell people, and I was not here, the only one, to go out and take pictures instead of spending all your time on a forum uh, debating minutia, but anyway um dp review is an amazing archive of the technology of digital photography and how it developed over time and amazon bought them i don't know 2007 something which didn't change anything pretty much um, the expectation back then was that amazon would completely change that and make it into a, I don't know, gear sales machine. But they left it pretty much the way it was before. And now that Amazon is laying off people and the entire tech industry is laying off people, they looked at what don't we really need anymore. And they decided that DP Review is going to be shut down, which, again, sent a shockwave through the photo nerd community, including over um, well, here so yeah and then a, f- a day I think a day later or two days later after that announcement there was a second announcement um, by Petapixel and Petapixel who is a news website and they they don't do gear reviews as much um, they said Chris Nichols and Jordan Drake the two people behind uh, DP Review, are going to find a new home with us so there we go DP review is going to live on in one way or another. And Chris and Jordan. Um, already they they start <laughs> they already opened youtube.com slash Petapixel, the Petapixel YouTube channel. So um yeah. Not sure in which way um that will the DP review legacy will continue, but Chris and Jordan are taken care of. So that's a good thing. And the last bit of news around that was the internet archive archive, archive archive.org is working on backing up the dp review archive aka all the tests and whatever is on that website um i'm pretty sure they already had quite a bit of that but you know uh, i could i could imagine that to go in its own collection as a as a as a historic document so to speak a digital historic document so that is going on as well i'll link to these things in the show notes so not all is lost dp review will live on in one way or the other and that's a good thing so whoo all right so uh, the other thing i wanted to talk about is i have an episode in the works about guilt fear and frustration in photography and it's not it's not done yet i'm still working on it but i would like to run a few of the of the key points by you and maybe get some of your input uh some feedback on it which um you can leave at tfttf.com slash hi um so let me see uh guilt guilt is is the the part that i've already pretty much um finished and it's about the guilt of (laughs) i'm pretty sure we all can relate to that it's the guilt of leaving your your or our big cameras at home because of the much more convenient alternative the little rectangle in our pockets so um i'm i'm planning to dive into that guilt and what it means for us and maybe some strategies on how to deal with it. Um, Fear. Fear is a big one right now. Um, Fear and uncertainty of what will happen with parts of photography in the age of AI. And I'd be lying if I said I'm not nervous about it. I'm also excited about it at the same time. Um, I do have access to GPT-4. And if you've used uh, GPT 3.5 on chat GPT Gpt4 is a, is again an, another animal so uh, one thing is clear some things will change but nobody really knows in which way exactly so that creates uncertainty and fear um so those two the, the guilt and the fear part uh, they're kind of ready but then again your feedback tfttf.com/ hype super welcome i might (laughs) change them around a bit and the third one is the frustration and there are frustrations in photography that's the one area that i'm still trying to kind of figure out completely um the pictures forming but uh, a couple years ago i did a short survey on social media and i think even here um, asking people about their frustrations with photography, and it turned into an idea for a, for a book manuscript. But then that then COVID kind of got in the way, um, so that book never happened. And <clears throat> I want to pick that topic up again. And I asked people back then, "What are what are your frustrations with photography?" And uh, received quite an, an amount of different responses, and I've since kind of distilled it down a bit, but uh, I'm not really there yet with it, and uh, let me give you the kind of a few of the points that I've been thinking about in terms of frustrations. Well, first, frustration stems from uh, market saturation. Like, there's an abundance of photographers these days, because, well, there's an abundance of cameras these days, and uh, decent cameras, even... Your rectangle has a bunch of decent cameras built in, so there's there's much more competition for professionals, and that has an impact on on the industry. And I think we'll need to look for strategies for uh, differentiation here to set ourselves apart, because we've we've built skills, and I'm not talking the skill of finding the right exposure. Um, I'm talking about skills that are still quite intangible um, in terms of the eye image composition and so on. So market saturation, one area. Uh, intellectual property issues, second area, frustration, like the social media and easy sharing have led to lots of unauthorized image use, image theft. So, yep, <laughs> that's that's definitely an area to talk about. Post-processing, uh, another area that might, have some frustrations like digital manipulation filtering um they challenge authenticity and i'm not talking about the hypostatic filters from many years ago i'm talking about filters nowadays that, that that includes ai and other things so um that challenges authenticity challenges artistry and it's worth exploring like photographers' opinions on ethics. there, uh, maintaining integrity and so on. Um, adaption to change. Again, another area of frustration, the technological advancements, they require a constant updating of skills and uh, or equipment. So I think we'll need to look at education there, tools, the impact of change on photographers, Um then the entire area of value uh, in photography, the public perception of photography's worth is is clearly affected by the, by their easy access to tools. Like everyone thinks that with the right tools they're a photographer, and we'll get to that in in, in the last topic on this episode. Um, but but maybe they are right. Maybe gatekeeping isn't the right strategy, so that's an area of exploration. And last but not least, um, balancing tradition with innovation, like navigating between between the um, embracing of new technology and the preserving of traditional techniques. That is, yeah. Hmm. So all that I think adds to frustration with photography, or can be a point of frustration with photography. I'm still trying to get like to sort this out better and get a grip on how to make this into an episode that's not just interesting but helpful. So this is where you come in. Do you have any ideas on the guilt and the fear and the frustration in photography? Um, Let me know. Go to tfttf.com slash hi. Let's have a discussion. All right. Last but not least, they tricked us, is the title of Uh, A blog post that I just read, um, and I'm I'm blatantly stealing that from CJ Chilbers. He is a writer and a longtime listener uh, of the show, and you as longtime listeners might remember him, because he's been here on the show a couple of times in the past, and he just sent out this newsletter with this topic where I went, wait a minute, I know this. And let me just, let me just, it's a short one, let me just read the entire thing to you. I'll link it in the show notes so you can read it yourself. But let me, let me know if that, if that sometimes, if, if that somehow sounds familiar. Okay, here is CJ. All of the following rock guitar gods sold tens of millions of albums, Guitar players like myself believed for years that these artists had access to futuristic tools and production tactics that were out of reach for the ordinary musician. The opposite was true. Eddie Van Halen's iconic striped guitar, used to write, record and perform some of the most legendary songs in rock history, was pieced together from factory second parts. Slash recorded the groundbreaking debut album from the Guns N' Roses uh, using a replica Gibson Les Paul guitar. The album sold sold countless real Gibsons, arguably giving the company a second life. Def Leppard's Phil Collin and Steve Clark recorded Hysteria, the album that defined the sound of the late 80s pop rock anthems through a small plastic amp in a box with a belt clip, not racks of equipment or giant amps. A few sounds available through the box created useful constraints. A setting for the ballads, a setting for rockers. That's pretty much it. They had way more time to focus on songwriting. Why are the solutions to creative problems so often presented as a list of expensive tools rather than a process? Because it's easy, it makes money, and it's simple enough to connect with any audience. This month, YouTuber Josh Scott showed that an ugly used guitar pedal from 20 years ago selling for about $60 online could sound like a $7,000 guitar pedal. This caused such a stir, the price of the ugly pedal shot up 2 to 3x overnight. Josh's point was that you should make the most of the cheap guitar you already own. His point was missed by the market. Process wins every time. In these examples, the constraints presented by the artists' less-than-impressive tools are exactly what created better process and execution. Those constraints also produced truly unique sounds, which copycat musicians would empty their bank accounts chasing in the next several decades. All they really had to do was make the most of what they had to create a better process. <laughs> Back to photography. Um, inexperienced clients won't take you seriously seriously until your uh, theatrics match their expectations right think about it doesn't matter if you use decades worth of skill to quickly achieve the the expected result in almost no time and with very simple tools doesn't matter because these are learned expectations and either you have god status then all you do is magic anyways and you can use whatever you want or you play the game you wave the big unnecessary tools you bring the i don't know unnecessary three assistants and you come with a with an unnecessary trailer full of lights and backgrounds yeah and it's also why beginners tend to put all the weight on the tools and uh and then maybe give up after 2 years because they haven't reached they haven't achieved god status yet and this again in turn generates guilt and frustration thanks cj for <laughs> putting that one out uh, link is in the show notes thanks everyone And that was it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for leaving a rating or a review wherever you get your podcasts. You're awesome. And of course, thanks to CJ for writing this article. On guitar players, I love these ideas that effortlessly span different disciplines. That's awesome. And as always, you can leave feedback for the show at tfttf.com slash hi. That's tfttf.com slash hi. Also, big thank you to all of you who support the show on Patreon. I appreciate you and you can start supporting the show at $1 per episode. Of course, you only pay if I release an episode. Thanks all for supporting your favorite creators find out more at tfttf.com slash support a quick update on the eastern european electric photo road trip in september i am currently in the midst of booking accommodations and of, uh, of refining the details of our two tours in september uh, second one sold out first one still has two spots open we will definitely be visiting the world's oldest astronomical clock in prague and vienna has like an abundance of attractions such as its breathtaking architecture and its, uh, v- yes, vibrant historical coffee culture. I bet you have never seen a coffee menu this large. Um, I, I sure haven't. Budapest will enchant us with its scenic Danube views and, of course, the iconic Parliament building and we will explore the mysteries of Transylvania, including a visit to the fortified Beertown Church and to Sigishwara, It'll be an unforgettable 10-day journey packed with incredible memories as you document the beauty, the rich history and the diverse culture of Eastern Europe through your lens. More at discoverthetopfloor.com Two spots left. discoverthetopfloor.com And now, go out and take amazing photos. As always, be nice to each other. And of course... Happy shooting!